Troy Rank, who is a regular, regular guest at this time every Thursday. For the last few years, we've been identifying him and introducing him as our Denver 7 insider, but no longer. He's now our Denver Post insider, as Troy has gone back to the newspaper writing columns for the Denver Post. Congratulations, Troy. Yeah, it's not something I saw coming, but the timing was right. It's been always a dream job of mine to be a columnist uh, in a newspaper, specifically the Post, and it just all fell together where I have an opportunity to return home, if you will. So I start March 4th will be my first day at the Post. I cannot wait. And it gives me an opportunity to cover all sports as much as I've enjoyed covering the Broncos for the last 10 years, both at the Post and Denver 7. This allowed me to write on multiple topics. So I'm excited, man. I am really excited. I can't wait to get going. That is, I mean, that's incredible, dude. You are a very in high demand guy. And uh, you know what you're going to write your first article on? Uh, probably it'll just be an introductory column on who I am, what that column's going to look like. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to lean Broncos at least early because of the timing of it. We'll be around free agency. So, uh, but you know, again, as soon as we get going, you know, nugs and abs are before we know it are going to be in the playoffs. So I'll be writing a lot of other, uh, rather, a lot of other topics other than just Broncos, but there'll probably be a Broncos lean early. And I want to write a column kind of reintroducing myself to people and kind of what the column is going to look like, what to expect. All right, Troy. Well, so we we had a little exercise yesterday here on the program about uh, you know cutting money, free agent money, and and the the question was, do you cut him or do you keep him? And ultimately, there was no renegotiation aspect of this, right? So that that was the caveat. You can't renegotiate because there's a couple guys we'd like to re- renegotiate. So I'll give you I'll give you a list of five guys. Is that what we have, Mike? Five, five. So yes. we had DJ Jones, DJ Jones, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Justin Simmons, and Garrett Poles. Would you, if if your only choice was to keep them at their current cap value, you know, ten million plus, or cut them, what would you do? Yeah, I would. If it's that's the choice without the renegotiation, so let's make sure we understand yes. the question. I would keep Simmons and Bowles. Uh, after that, I mean, I, the argument would be to probably cut and move on from the others. DJ Jones would hurt because their rush defense isn't very good, mm-hmm. and he's their probably their best rush defender. He would have to be reworked to come back. Cortland Sutton had a terrific year, but he still had fewer than 60 catches and fewer than 800 yards, and they have paid that receiver room as a top three to top five room for the last few years. Um, so as much as that one would hurt, I would probably look to completely rework my receiver room and go younger. Um, again, just based on this question, I think the easier one is you'd probably trade Jerry Judy and keep Sutton. And then Tim Patrick, you're going to have to rework it and put him on a veteran minimum type deal, see if he can make the team. But they're going to have to make some tough decisions. I just, with Bowles, you don't have an answer. He played good last year. He's not a pro bowler, but he's good. Simmons is the thread that connects their defense. And he is the communication guy. He's the guy that makes it work. Just look at the games they played against Miami, against Chicago, what it looked like when he wasn't out there, I just think he's too invaluable to move on from. Since you're going to be writing about all topics at, at the Denver Post, let, let's bounce around a little bit. When when you look at the, the Nuggets back to work here and, and Nikola Jokic coming off the All-Star break and a heavy favorite once again to, to win the MVP, where, where are you at when it comes to 
how long this guy wants to do it. There's there's a prevailing opinion that hey maybe when this contract is is up he may just decide to uh, to go back home to Serbia. Our Jake Shapiro at DenverSports.com said that the only way that you may entice Jokic to hang around and play beyond this next contract is if you team him up with his uh, his friend Luka Doncic. How do you look at Nikola Jokic's long term future here in the NBA? Yeah, it's fascinating because he makes it very clear that his things that matter to him are obviously basketball and family and horses. Like those three things, he's not, there's not a lot of other things that entice him, like the celebrity of it. And if he's not a legacy guy and he's a Hall of Famer, once he, I mean, the two time uh, MVP, the, the basketball Hall of Fame is pretty easy to make with all due respect. So without the legacy attached to it, that's what keeps most superstars playing, Mike, is you need numbers, and you have to do it over the breadth of 10 to 15 years, and that's not necessarily the case in basketball. So if he wins another title in the course of this contract, I think it, it certainly raises the question, would he move on? I, I, I just don't know. A lot of guys say that, that I've covered, not, not a lot, but that oh, I, I want to go with family, I wanna, and I want to you know, just get away from everything. And then they do that and realize they miss the balance of the competitiveness of playing. Now, he has horse racing that fuels some of that competitive desire, but typically an athlete that's as good as him, they will miss it at the highest level. You can only play so many international games and go to so many horse races. It's not the same as you know, beating LeBron James in the playoffs or raising Larry O'Brien trophy. So I'm not ready to say he's going to go out particularly early, but he more than any athlete in recent memory – raises the question. I mean, like Jim Brown did it. He walked away. Barry Sanders walked away. It, it's happened. It's, it's rare. And I certainly, Nicola gives us reason for pause, given the way he approaches life. But I'm not ready to say it yet. Because when guys get into legacy arguments, sometimes they just say, you know what? I can play a couple more years. The next thing you know, the career ends up being 12 to 15, not 8 to 10. Hey, speaking of Nikola Jokic, and I don't know, this is probably not the right terminology, but I was just thinking about this as you were talking. Is he the most reluctant MVP in NBA history? Ooh. And what I mean by that is nobody wants him to be the face of the NBA. And we were just watching ESPN during the break, and it was, is Jason Tatum the next face of the NBA? And this is ESPN's almost unabashed um, dislike for having a guy in Denver that's from Serbia being the MVP in the face of the NBA. So um, I guess my question is, like, he's not only fighting the rest of the great players in the NBA, but he's fighting the majority of the media that don't really want him to be that guy. Yeah, I mean, th those who love Nikola love everything about the basketball side, but he doesn't bring the marketing side. He doesn't bring – I mean, there's a competitiveness there for those of us who see him play all the time. But he doesn't move the needle, if you will, because he plays below the rim. He's not your modern superstar. He is, for me, he's like a better version of Larry Bird uh, in some ways, the way he plays. But Larry played with such anger and talked more trash than the Sierra Club. So the idea that Larry, he was an E and he was in Boston when they were, it was Boston Lakers. So, yeah, he is reluctant. The league would like it. The thing is, Nikola doesn't care. That's the, usually a guy would care. Like, hey, I'm the MVP. Give me some, put some respect on my name. The league has wanted it to be LeBron James still here for the last five years. LeBron's going to be 52 years old and in the face of the NBA. Like, what are we doing? So I understand that they're trying to transition someone into that role. 
if it's going to be Tatum, they got to win a title. They got to win big games. They don't. He and Jalen Brown, for whatever reason, usually because Jalen Brown decides to dribble left-handed in the playoffs and they get knocked out. But at some point, for someone else to supersede him, it's likely going to have to involve a title. And you're right. Nationally, whether it's TNT, whether it's ESPN, they would prefer it be someone else because they're easier to market. But those who just love basketball, it's impossible not to love Nikola Jokic. The unselfishness, the humility, the way in which he plays the game like a point center that we've never seen. He is Bill Walton if Bill Walton had stayed healthy. But if Bill Walton was a much more fascinating character. That's the thing. Nikola doesn't really do media. If he did the media... He's funny. I mean, he's good. He just doesn't do it. And so in that regard, Mark, you're right. They would prefer it be someone else, but too bad. He's the best player. <laughs> Live with it. Yeah, and he's ours. And uh, Troy Rank is ours. Congratulations again, Troy, on the new gig. Starting up in uh, early March, back to the Denver Post as a, a columnist, but doesn't change anything. You're with us every week, and we appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks. pal. Thanks, Troy. You guys are the best. Take care. See you.